Ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, The Converting Power of the Law of Health, with Dr. Barbara O'Neill. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. You're failing on your best behavior or not? Oh, I hope you have rebounded well. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben. Let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic, Ben. Wonderful. Uh, I'm trusting you are as well. I am doing pretty good, yes. yes, And once again, it is good to be here again with Barbara O'Neill, my new hero, even though we've... uh, you know, I don't think I'll ever wear that one out uh, just based on her knowledge and her dedication. Ladies and gentlemen, she is awesome, and welcome to another episode of The Undiluted Truth with uh, Miss Barbara O'Neill, uh, as we're highlighting her today. And excellent title for the topic. I yeah, like things yeah. that will convert you that, that are for the better. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, this isn't general, like... Uh, Hey, uh, jump up and down and do a couple of uh, squats and jump ropes and lose 30 pounds. You know, this is some serious information that gives you the whole picture, but it gives it not just panoramically, but in very detailed. I don't know. I don't know much about pixels, but they talk about, you know, the number of pixels that gives you a clear picture. Yes. I don't know. If something yeah. was if something was 10 million pixels on the screen, would that be good, Ben? Would that be pretty good? That'd be pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 10 million pixels. But no, yeah. whatever it is, this information is where it's at. Seriously. Right. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into it again, but uh, before we do, just want to uh, welcome everyone, all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there, to another episode of The Undiluted Truth, and mention that you can find us on your favorite place to find podcasts, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, always want to mention Red Circle, and Podvine, Audible, Podbean, wherever you find your podcast, uh, just take a look and Find us there under the undiluted truth. We are we've been kicking along here for almost two years, and uh, it doesn't seem like it. But you know what? The news keeps on chugging along, and information does too. And we hope, ladies and gentlemen, that we have brought you some life changing material. And one of our objectives is to cause you to think and do your own research. And Definitely, yeah. We intend in helping and assisting in that. So. Anyway, uh, we are going going to get into this, and we've been kicking along here with Miss Barbara O'Neill uh, discussing the law of health and how powerful it is. She's just finished telling a bit of a story about how her n- husband Michael 
was being brought into the Word of God. He had had just one belief in not so much even a believer, but just sort of a, I'm a nice guy, you know, I can sort of live the way I want to live and do what I want to do, and the law of health, the law of this and the law of that uh, had nothing to, really not much uh, part of his life. Right. But the yeah. story she told was the story with, uh, in in the book of Daniel about him and the three Hebrews and the story of how they chose not to eat of the food of the king yeah. and how that made sense. And then she got on to the rest of the story. And it really intrigued him. So mm. I think that may have been a just the beginning of his conversion and, you know, the converting power of... And it started with the law of health. This is very intriguing, he said. Right, yeah. And seeing that some of these things were identified many, many years ago that really are very relevant today. So, mm-hmm. But okay. uh, I'm excited to get into the rest of this, and uh, we will finish up here. Uh, you ready over there, Ben? I'm ready. Okay, yeah. well, here we go with Miss Barbara O'Neill. And when he realized it was the truth, He and his mate, they both surrendered their heart to God. Mm. Michael said it was the best thing he'd ever heard. Mm. It made sense. God wants us to choose him here. But I'll I'll tell you a footnote. So here we are a month later and the police, it's the middle of the night and they're about to do a raid on the house, which they did many times. And they're outside ready to storm in. And Michael and his mate are talking. You know, it's an old house, you know, he's in one room, the mate's in the other. And the police are listening. And Michael says, what are you going to do? And his mate says, I'm going to go to Bible college. (laughs) What are you going to do? Michael says, I'm not going to go to Bible college, but I'm going to still do my Bible studies. So so the police are listening to this. (laughs) Anyway, they stormed in. Michael and his mate jumped out and said, we're clean. You won't find anything. And the police went, huh. And they pulled the whole place apart. They found nothing. And when they came back, they looked at Michael and his mate, and Michael said, we're clean. We're Christians now. (laughs) Amen. Police are scratching their head, and the police all shook their hands. (laughs) Wow. Just briefly, uh, these guys were, I don't know, you might say they were old hippies. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. But uh, the police were there to find some paraphernalia. Right and actually, yeah. some you know some mind altering drugs, if you will. It's like not uh, us this time, not us. <laughs> no, they have heard a wonderful story of God and changed. What an awesome story, yeah. man! Wow. Great. Here we go. Back at it. Michael was twenty one. Michael used to go to the bikey gang with his Bible under his hand, under his arm, and, and preach to them all. They handle it because they they had great respect for Michael because he is so fearless. <laughs> and and they listened to him. So Michael had a lot of damage in that brain. But I believe because he has been living this life, he's, he's had regeneration through neurogenesis. And the Bible says in Ezekiel 36, 36, he says, let the heathen that are left round about know that I, the Lord God, build the ruined places Amen. and plant again that which was desolate. For I, the Lord God, hath spoken it and I will do it. Isn't that a beautiful verse to claim for mm. healing? 
of the body and of the mind. So what stimulates it? You're going to love this. My time's running out, so I'll just tell you. Hot and colds. So every afternoon or morning when you've been down in that steam bath and the, and the cold water comes in, that has stimulated brain-derived neurotrophic factor, new brain cells. So when you go home, continue that quick cold when you finish your shower. Oh, wow. That's one shocker. The second shocker is fasting. You had two days of fasting and then since then you've been having breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen and no solid food till the next morning. That's an 18 hour fast. Brain derived neurotrophic factors being released. What's the third shocker? High intensity interval training. Mm. So when the twins get you to run fast up those hills or jumping fast on that rebound or on that bike, you're experiencing high intensity, that triggers a release of brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Praise God. Yeah, praise God. We'll get that in. <laughs> wow. I was, okay. I was just thinking, you know, the things that she has mentioned here that, that, that renew the mind and everything. Now, she's talking about in a nice warm shower, the hot and cold, the hot and cold. Yeah. Finish with cold. And when you tell people this, because we're so spoiled, Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to, you know, it's 20 degrees outside. I don't want to run cold water on me. I mean, I'm, I'm warming up in the morning in my shower. Right, yeah. But yeah. if you want to increase and, and, and to grow the, the strength and intellect in the brain, this is one of the benefits, believe it or not. So I'm thinking, and, and the, the thing that I like about this and the things that I don't like, the things that most people don't like are the obvious. I don't like being real cold. But it's right, only for yeah. 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds. If somebody yeah. says, in 30 seconds, you can increase your brain capacity. Seriously. Mm -hmm. oh, well, maybe. But and, and some like, you know what? I'm just going to be the old bloke that I am. You know, I'm just, whatever. Right. But. I, I think, and, and the thing that I love about it is it's simple. It's not some big pharma drug that you have to go purchase and, and be locked into to exactly. increase, you know. Yeah, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing that you have to purchase, you know. Right, I just mean, <laughs> hot and cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I had heard the hot and cold uh, for... for uh, to stimulate your immune system. Immune system, big time, but absolutely. I had never heard it correlated to regenerative, uh, regenerating your brain or or assisting in that. Mm -hmm. um, and I had heard of the exercise. Exercise mm -hmm. has long been known to um, help alleviate stress um, in the body with what it does in the body, but it also, you know, has been known to help aid in. I haven't heard it specifically the way she said it, but basically mm -hmm. there's been studies done that if you exercise, it helps you with your knowledge in school, like kids do better in school. Yes. So it makes sense. So I've heard those couple mm -hmm. things. The the one in, in the middle that she mentioned, uh, sorry, I forgot what the third one was that she mentioned in the middle because that was the first one and the last one, I think. But the one in the middle... I don't think I had heard that one before, specifically. I'm, she mentioned three things, and yes, I, I can only think of the yes, two. Yes, she did, and um, uh, what was that? Sadly. <laughs> we just listened to it, well, and I my. can only remember the two. Uh, 
But yeah, so I was just going to mention that I had heard those. And yes, exercise has been known to help mm-hmm. um, not necessarily regrow, but help aid with your with retaining knowledge or that sort of thing in school. Now, I know there's a ton of things in the diet that do some of this. It, it's, oh, that's what it was, fasting, sorry. Yes, yes. yes. Right. So, which is a, is sort of a cleansing thing and a, a way to sort of hone in your mind on a dependency on something other than food or drink. Okay. You know, when you're fasting, it's, for the most part, it's food. It's intake of food. You can right. do juice fast. You can do, you know, and drink water. But it it really is to train the mind of a dependency in a a connection with God, our Creator, and not right. feel like we have to eat. Now, she's talking about the biological effect, and I think that's pretty powerful because yeah. we just think that that's it's going to help us with our spiritual aspect, right. which it will, but... On the other side, it's also helping the mind. Yeah, and it and it could be. I just thought about this. It could be like a similar fashion, like to you know, you reset your phone, you, you pull, you know, the power, you recycle it and boot, mm-hmm. reboot. So in a way, it could be a, a general way of rebooting your body by doing the fast. Oh, absolutely. And then you're getting on this other schedule, so your body's rebooted, so to speak, and. I th- yeah. think that's probably a good way to look at it, um, and and I, it sort of reminds me of what uh, Doctor David Martin had had mentioned with uh, the. I'm not sure exactly what it was when he was talking about the virus and and so forth, uh, but he used that term a, a a rebooting. Yes, he was. Rebo- well, he was talking about when when your body gets a virus. That's that's your body's reboot because yeah your body's learning so through yeah, that it's, process it's identified and yeah. then once that process is over yeah you have that new install of right. what this virus was now it's been installed in your body and now it can recognize it yeah good yeah I, yeah I remember that exactly man. and I, and yeah. I think he didn't use reboot but it's you know it's the same thing an install like update update. Or upgrade? I think yes, I, yeah, I like think it that. was like upgrade. A software upgrade. Uh, software, that's update. what it, I yeah. think it was upgrade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good, good call. Excellent <laughs> I stuff like here. That one. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Moving on here. Here we go. That that's the restoring and the renewing of the mind. God has said, and He said this in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six. He says, "I will take away your heart of stone." and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you. Remember the spirit of truth? Whom the world cannot receive because it sees it, him not and knows him, knows him not. He says, I will take away your heart of stone, I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and I will cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments, and you shall do them. That's what happens when you surrender your heart to God. That's what happened to Michael when he totally surrendered his heart to God. God took away that heart of stone, Mm. gave him a heart of flesh and put his spirit within him. Amen. But that's something that has to happen every day. (laughs) Every day. Yes. There's one more growing scenario. And it's got an acronym, MIRROR. I like acronyms. 
because they help you help remind you of what the words are. This is an incredible story and it's found in the book The Brain's Way of Healing and that's Norman Doidge, Dr. Norman Doidge book. And it's the story of a doctor who was a um, who is a pain pain specialist. <coughs> and I think it was his late 40s, he had a skiing accident and the skis hit his spine. Mm. I think he had a small operation, but he was always in pain. Two years later, he's still on painkillers. Mm. He was very challenged by this. He knew that his body got into the habit of triggering pain and he wanted to conquer it. And he did, and this is how he did it. He was motivated to conquer this. I is intention. You'll like this one, Jack. <laughs> You've got your meanings for words. He intended to conquer this thing. Mm. He knew that he lived in a reliable body, and we do. We live in a reliable body that has the ability to heal itself. He was relentless. If there was one word that I think is more important than the others, it would probably have to be that one. He was relentless in his pursuit to conquer this pain. Every time he got a twang of pain, he took that as an opportunity to picture in his mind a pain-free brain. He was a doctor. He knew what a pain-free brain scan looked like and he knew what a pain-free or a pain in a brain looked like. And you might say, well, I don't know what that looks like. Well, just picture a brain full of roses. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a pain-free brain. Mm -hmm. He knew that he would experience restoration. After two and a half weeks, he is still in just as much pain. And isn't that when most people give up? Mm. Isn't that when most people give up playing the piano? Isn't that when most people give off memorising? Keep going. He was relentless. By the mm. end of the third week, he was pain-free. Mm. Pain-free. Incredible. Now, I just want to make a point. I could have swore mm. she said he was two years still on pain medicine. Now she's back to two weeks I'm not sure if he she... Had, I think he had been in her, their program for or doing certain things for two, two and a half weeks. Yeah, and I he was still in pain yeah, at that I'm point. Yeah, I'm not sure what the transition, started. but I just wanted yeah. to point that out. Some people might be thinking, well, I thought it was two years and now it's two weeks. And and I'm thinking the same thing. So yeah, I I'm think not, it's two I'm weeks not, on, their pro, on a program. Yeah, but yeah. I never heard that she was brought in or he was brought into the program. Right. He's yeah, a doctor. I, I didn't hear that either. So hopefully we'll, she'll clear this up a little bit. So I uh, just wanted to point that out. I was reading this on a plane and I wanted to jump up on the seat and tell everyone, <laughs> listen to this. He started to teach his patients. Some people experienced total restoration. Some didn't. I think it was this word relentless. Never stop, just keep going, keep going, keep going. You see, pain is important. If we touch the fire, we'll be burnt. That'll tell us, don't touch that fire again. Because <coughs> if it didn't hurt, You'd burn all your fingers off, is that right? Mm -hmm. But what his, so pain is important, but his body had got into the habit of just shooting pain signals. That was the problem. Incredible story 
another illustration of the brain that can change itself. What's a terrible shrinking scenario? If you don't use your brain cells, you will lose them. That's a bit scary, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So we've got no choice here. We've got to use them. What's the wonderful shrinking scenario when we forgive everyone who's ever hurt us in our life? Mm. Ever misunderstood us, we turn painful past to dust. And we, when we turn painful past to dust, there's no bad smell to draw us down there anymore. Mm. There's no rotten smell down there anymore. It's just a piece of dust. And the pathway to that memory actually shrinks. Wow. Gotta love that. The girl that had been badly abused and she forgave her mother and father. As the days went by, the memory shrunk. She used to relate the story every day. She didn't relate it anymore. <laughs> I've seen that again and again and again. When people make that decision to forgive, they stop relating the story. Remember, your words affect your feelings. Mm -hmm. Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she shows something else, and also Dr. Matthew Walker in the book Why, Why We Sleep, he also shows. When we sleep, now remember, we're going back to, I think it was Tuesday where we looked at sleep. Do you remember the early parts of the night, the non-rapid eye movement time, the cleaning system happens? They have shown that the cell, brain cells shrink a little bit to allow more water around and it's a clean system, a cleaning up system. They're glial cells. And the glymphatic system is made up of glial cells. There's more glial cells in your brain than brain cells. Wow. So when we make the decision to forgive and we go to bed early, bed by nine, <laughs> then that glymphatic system cleans up the thorns. Wow. The science is now showing that forgiveness has a physiological effect mm. to clean up the thorns. Mm. All week, we've been detoxing your body. Now you have the opportunity to detox your mind. Excellent. Number seven, our final law is the law of diversion. And the law of diversion states that when something so firmly denied as to refuse any hope for it, the brain has the ability to divert to other pursuits. So in 2019, when I got the news that I've been banned for life in Australia, not allowed to speak, not allowed to give any health advice, that was a blow. Mm. That was a shock because I've done nothing wrong. As I say, how can there be a crime if there is no victim? The people who have put in complaints about me have never met me, never been to our health retreat. It's actually a difference of opinion. Mm. And isn't it our God-given right mm. <laughs> to be able to speak? So I allowed myself 15 minutes to cry and I sobbed and then I stopped. That's enough. <laughs> I wonder what God has for me now. And so my husband said, well, you've got a choice. You can retire or you can go overseas. I said, I don't feel I'm ready to lie down yet. I'll go overseas. <laughs> and then COVID hit. And 2020 was booked out all over the world, but I couldn't go anywhere. So what am I going to do now? I'll go to the garden. And I became Misty Mountain's 
head gardener. <laughs> and oh, what fun I had in that garden. My son's just been there, he said, Mum, there's a lot of food in this garden. I also trained our cook. I also trained the girl who was taking over from me. So I kept busy. You know, whatever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might, no matter where you are. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then a little opportunity came for me to come to the US, a tiny little window. I have a daughter in the US who sent a letter saying, I need my mum. <laughs> I certainly was with her for four weeks, day and night. She has seven children and I'll be with her again, so I'll be with her quite a bit through. And her son's getting married in September. I had to come for at least three months, so Michael said, well, let's do two lots of three months, so I fly home in October. God is good. God is so good. So when God closes a door, look for the open window. But one Italian man said to me, no, 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 this is what we say. When God closes one door, he opens two. Mm. <laughs> and isn't that true? Yes. So when I left my mountain home under fairly fierce persecution in my home, it was a very difficult night because my first husband got a gun. It was very hard. So the next morning I left with my six children. The only reason I got out because he thought I was coming back but I knew I would never be home again. I left with my six children in the back and basically the clothes we had on, knowing that I could never go back. Do you know a few weeks before that, or a few months when it got difficult, I'd think, but the roses are about to bloom and we're about to pick our lettuce. Did I get to the point where you don't see roses or lettuces anymore? (laughs) Do you know it was the best thing that ever happened to me? Well, I can't say the best. Knowing Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. But I knew that God had a plan for me. It was Sabbath morning. We got to church and I just broke down because I'd hardly had any sleep. It was the scariest night of my life. The men wanted to get the police when they heard a gun was involved, but you are terrified. You are just totally terrified. I said, no, 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 we can't do that. So what what they did was they took us to their home and people brought us money, people brought us clothes. It's just lovely having that little church family around you. Mm -hmm. And I just thank God that he has a plan for our life in every way. And four years later, I married Michael, not realising that I would ever be to what I'm doing today. Because I don't believe, I, I think I'm slow of tongue, I don't be, and I'm very shy. But look what God can do. Yes, <laughs> look what God can do. God needs Amen. vessels. He needs people. Amen. So what I wanted to show you this morning, and I think we're getting to this afternoon now, <laughs> is that we have a mind that God gave us. We have a brain and God wants to use us. God wants to change us. He wants to reveal himself through us to everyone that we meet. So it is my prayer that each one of you will surrender that mind to God and that will take steps to develop that mind, to do what you've learned here, stimulate new brain cells because Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this mind, for this brain. We thank you so much for the great sacrifice that Jesus made that we might live. 
And we pray, Father, that each one of us will make a decision that we will follow you and that we will put our bodies and our minds in the environment so that we will get the optimum out of them with the aim to bring glory to your name. We thank you for hearing our prayer, for we pray it today in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And we will close with that. And I think we, you know, just a wonderful thing, and I'll briefly say, um, you know, we're going to let Barbara's prayer suffice uh, on this episode. But if you get an opportunity to hear her personal story, she touched on it a little bit. It's powerful. It's a powerful yeah. story. Mm-hmm. So thank you all for being with us again uh, on another episode of The Undiluted Truth. And we, uh, our uh, prayers and our our best wishes go out to you and just know that here at the undiluted truth we love you we hope all your prayers are answered and we pray that your faith is built forevermore and we will close with that and see you again next time here on the undiluted truth bye for now Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.